Welcome to Fresh Off The Set. I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz. And I'm Brooke Mangum. Thank you so much for joining us for another exciting episode today. We're going to have some fun today, Carrie. We're going to have some fun. Okay, I have a question for you. Instagram, when did you first open your account? I am a grandmother of Instagram. (laughs) I actually looked it up because I was curious when Instagram started, and it's October 6th, 2010, and I think I started mine like 2010, like January. So I was like brand, brand new, like OG. What about you? I think it was right around then. It might've been early 2011. So maybe right after that, but we are, are we Instagrammers? Yes. Grandmothers? Instagrammers? Instagram or grandmothers. (laughs) Like I remember the days when you would use the filters that were in the app. Yeah. Balenciaga made you look tan, XO Pro <laughs> or whatever it was. Nobody knows anymore. But this this was it. There wasn't even stories or reels. It was just a picture and you posted it. And that's what it was about. I mean, algorithm, that wasn't even, we didn't even know what that meant. No. And it was no business aspect of it. When I remember starting my Instagram, there was no, I even the idea of making money off of being a social influencer, mm-hmm. that wasn't even a thing. It was, you posted pictures of your dinner or whatever you were doing and that was it. And they were bad pictures. <laughs> Oh, my photo quality, if I look back, it's crazy (laughs) to see where cameras have gone and like just everything has changed. Like everything's blurry in the beginning ones. And I leave them because I'm a purist, Carrie. We, I am too. We're purists. That's right. I left mine. I wanted to go back to my first post, but I think I'm pretty sure I took a picture of my TV. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. I think I had a dog like, or something was mine. But you know what? That's that's what we did. And it's changed so much. So now it's all about algorithms, reels, stories, and I, I, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about where it's shifted to? It's just a totally different world now because you can actually monetize. You can have, a, make it a business. There's people that are making, doing big business on Instagram yeah. and TikTok. And I'm like the worst, I, I wouldn't even call myself an influencer. I'm the worst social media influencer, if you can even call me that, because I don't even, like, I don't even do it anymore. I'm so like, yeah, this is my kid and my dog again, you know? I wish I could go back to that in a way, too, where it was mm-hmm. about the picture. It was about, um, you know, you weren't worried about, okay, how many how many likes is this going to yes. get? How many followers am I going to gain because of this? I really wish it went back to just, and I do like Instagram because of the pictures, just a picture. Mm-hmm. But there's so much to be gained from this. And that's what's so exciting about our guest today is that we're really diving into that kind of business aspect of it and how you can make money on Instagram, how you can be a part of this algorithm and how you can really monetize and and still have fun while doing it. Because that's the whole point of social media, right? Yeah, to have fun, to bring good into the world, to spread kindness, which is still possible and people are still doing it. So that's a good thing. And Alora interviewed Maya Nicole. She's an Instagram expert and business coach. She's talking about the creators and what they can expect for 2023 and how you can best grow your account. Should we just give it a listen? Let's do it. Do you think she can teach some old ladies some new tricks? Help us. (laughs) I am here and I am so excited. I am talking to Maya Nicole. She is an Instagram expert and a business coach. Truly, this woman knows everything when it comes to growing on Instagram. Maya, thanks so much for calling in. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to chat. So honestly, this is the question that's on everyone's mind. Whether you have a business, whether you work for a company, whether you are trying to become an influencer, everyone at least some point in their life, I swear, ask themselves, how do I grow on Instagram? So I guess my first question for you, Maya, is can people still grow on Instagram or is it too late? Be honest with us. (laughs) Good question. So this is actually 
truly the question that started my entire journey on Instagram. So I love this question. So to give some background on this in May of 2021, I asked myself the same question. I said, is it possible for people to still grow on Instagram, specifically smaller accounts, right? So Mm -hmm. around that time I had like right around like 2000 followers on Instagram. And I saw all these big accounts kept, they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but smaller accounts. Well, what about us? Like, it's almost like a a different realm on Instagram from like smaller accounts growing to like bigger accounts continuing to get bigger. Absolutely. So I asked myself that question and that's really what started my journey. And so I started to post reels and I started to do a 30 day reel challenge, which carried on to 60 days, which carried on to 90 days. And I didn't really see any growth during that time. And it wasn't until I had posted about 120 times in 90 days when I started to actually grow on Instagram. Okay. And so, yeah, it was a wild journey. <laughs> doesn't mean that I recommend that for everyone, though. So if you're listening to this and you're like, 120 times in 90 days, do I have to post that much in order to grow? No, you don't have to. But that's how my journey started. And so I grew from 4K to 10K in, in about two weeks at the end of that period of time. And I've just continued growing since. And so to answer your question, it is not too late. I know that that story was in 2021, but I still continue to grow. I still have students who are continuing to grow on a day-to-day basis. I actually um, was just doing a kind of like a, I call it like a study, but I don't really think it's like actually a study, kind of doing some research mm-hmm. um, just last week with my followers. And I was talking to them about different carousel posts and how much they've been able to grow just within the, within the last two months from their carousel posts. Wow. Um, which is for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what I'm talking about. It's basically a post that has multiple slides yes. that you can go through. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had multiple people who messaged me saying that they've grown, you know, 500, 1,000, 5,000, even up to 15,000 followers from what? one post in the last two months. Oh my gosh, Maya, that is, see, and that is, I knew you were going to be honest with us. I think oftentimes we sit down, we look at Instagram and exactly like you said, we see these big accounts and we think to ourselves, we don't have those numbers. We don't, and and some accounts, some people get big because they go on reality shows or different things like that. But if, if you're not a reality star or something like that, sometimes it seems like that growth just isn't available to you, but you are saying that is absolutely not true. Yes. And, and I think a lot of people do look at my Instagram account too. And they're like, well, it's easy for her to say, it's easy for her to, you know, talk to us about how to grow on Mm -hmm. Instagram. Like she has 200,000 followers and it's like, it it really like almost like still under two years ago is when I had 2000 followers. So like, I, I, I I can understand, I can relate to that. So don't look at mine, my Instagram (laughs) account and be like, well, she doesn't understand. It's like, I really, really do understand. You've been through that journey. Um, and you mentioned, so you posted every single day. Um, and I have followed you on Instagram, um, for some time and you say you don't have to post every single day. You just say you have to be consistent when it comes to consistency what does that actually mean oh good question this is like this is such a big topic on instagram consistency well actually before i talk about consistency i actually did i did post every single day during that challenge that i talked about that 30 day 60 day 90 day challenge but Mm -hmm. since then i've actually scaled back so i don't post every single day of the week i actually take sundays totally off of social media so no posting not even getting on instagram anything like that but so i just wanted to say that you don't have to post every single day um but in terms of consistency what does consistency actually mean 
Number one, it means that you're posting around the same amount each week. So maybe for you, that means that you're posting Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Awesome. That's three times a week. Another thing that comes in with consistency is posting around the same time each week. Um, And so what I mean by that would be like, okay, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, now I'm going to be posting in the morning. So let's just say between 8 to 10 a.m. in the morning. Again, that's another piece of consistency. Mm -hmm. I would say another piece of consistency is who it is that you're talking to. So who is your ideal follower? And are you talking to them with each piece of content? Or are you bouncing all over and talking to a, you know, a bunch of different people? Oh, yeah, a totally different audience. I get what you're saying. Keep your audience the same. Okay. Yep. And then the fourth piece to consistency would be to keep a consistent brand. So when it comes to branding, I mean, this is a conversation that we could sit here and have for, you know, the next I'm like, that's a whole other podcast because your branding (laughs) is spot on, Maya, is fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. So branding, I mean, in simple terms, it's like how you show up on social media. So like the feel of it, the look of your social media, I'd say that's like in short, what you need to be thinking about in terms of branding. But the last thing I would say in terms of consistency though, is consistency is key, but also making sure that you're switching up your strategy and like looking to see if that consistency is actually getting you to where you want to go. Because I've seen people who show up consistently, but they're consistently doing the wrong things. And that right there is not necessarily going to help you to get you to where you want to go, right? So yes, consistency is key, but also don't forget that piece of like looking back at your strategy and looking back at, you know, Mm -hmm. your analytics and your insights and making sure it's actually getting you to where you want to go. So you just mentioned something, and this is going to be one of my next questions. You said they show up, but they're doing the wrong thing. So what are some um, recurring mistakes that you see creators make or some of these wrong things that they're doing? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it, I would say the number one thing that, that comes to my mind is when it comes to your content creation, not knowing exactly who you're speaking to or thinking that you know who you're speaking to, but your audience is really confused. So sometimes as content creators, not sometimes, as content creators, we're looking at our content all of the time. Like some people, (laughs) and I'm going to like throw myself under the bus here, look at our stories, our own stories that we post on Instagram like 10 times a day, right? So we're consuming our own content more than anyone else is consuming our content. That is absolutely true. Absolutely yeah. true. I mean, how many so, times have I looked at a reel that I've posted? I don't yes. want to tell you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and you're not alone in that. And that's something that's so normal as content creators. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong, but because we're the ones that are looking at it all the time, I think sometimes we forget that like not everyone thinks the same way that we think. And so having an outsider perspective um, to look at our Instagram account and say, hey, does this make sense to you? Or like, hey, what are like three to five really common themes that you can pull out of my Instagram account? And if they're pulling out like 10, 20 different themes from your Instagram right. account, they're probably not like your content pillars um, built into your Instagram account. So I'd say that that's probably the most common thing is just, and it's not necessarily anything that's really huge, right? These are all of like small tweaks that we can mm-hmm. make. And so when people come to me and they're saying, well, I'm doing all of the right things. I'm checking all the right boxes. I'm like, go back to the basics, go back Perfect. to the very basics and ask yourself, you know, is my content quality? 
who am I speaking to? What are my content pillars? Um, am I showing up consistently? What does consistency mean to me? You know, what it, what on Instagram, what am I posting on Instagram that makes me unique? Um, and that's something else. Uh, that's a whole nother conversation when it comes to content creation is like, we consume a lot of content as mm -hmm. content creators. We're creating a lot of content and we really want to make sure that what we're creating is very unique to who we are and to our brand. Exactly. Well, and you, you said something a little bit ago, let's go back to basic, basic, basics. Yes. What is a content pillar and how many should you have? Yes, good question. So a a content pillar, think of it as a a theme or a category. And so when I say a content pillar, you really want to have like three to five different themes that you talk about on your Instagram account. Mm -hmm. So to give you an example of things that I personally, that are my content pillars are uh, Instagram growth, obviously, because that's, that's really what we're here one, for. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and recently I actually shifted more so into like the monetization space. So teaching people how to build businesses um, and how to make money and make sales on Instagram and social media specifically. So that's another really big content pillar for me. I do a lot of behind the scenes um that's another big content pillar for me so those are all i, I would say common common con content pillars would be like behind the scenes uh your story or sharing client or uh yeah client or customer stories um sharing education or sharing like hacks um and also sharing anything that like you have like a unique perspective on. So like your opinion, I feel like those are pretty, obviously that's pretty broad, but most right. of the time when it comes to content pillars, those are the things that um, people are looking for. So yes, definitely take those and run with them, but obviously make them like uniquely yours and in the process of that as well. Perfect. I, Cause I remember the first time I heard the term content pillar and I was thinking to myself, what on earth is that? And I was like, I got to I got to represent the people out there who were like me at the beginning and didn't know what it was, Yeah. <laughs> but you explained it perfectly. Okay. Maya, let's talk about reels. I feel like people on social me media have a love hate relationship with reels and I have so many questions surrounding them. First off, my first one is are reels the only way to grow? Is it reels or bust or what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> the, the first thing I'm laughing because when you said there's a love hate relationship, I feel like we're we're on Instagram as users right now. We're kind of in that hate relationship. Oh, well, and um, I have heard so many people. I mean, there so many people are are saying, "Bring my pictures back. I don't want reels." Yes. But reels are on Instagram. They're there. They are yes. still there. <laughs> yes. So Instagram, as of like two weeks ago on Halloween. So if you're watching this or you're listening to this, if you think back on Halloween and you're on Instagram, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Instagram had this big glitch. It didn't shut down, but there were a bunch of things that happened. And ever since then, reels have been really slow in terms of like engagement, in terms of reach. Um, and so that's why I said there is a hate relationship right now with reels. <laughs> but going back to your question, reels are not the only way to grow. And so as I was talking, you know, at the beginning of um, our conversation together, talking about how I was kind of doing this research slash study on carousel posts. Mm -hmm. And the purpose behind this was basically to um, 
basically just to let people know that carousel posts are still a really great way to grow. And on top of that, infographics as well. So basically just the pictures on Instagram. Oh, and- I love carousels and, info- and infographics. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, they're usually what I share to my stories. Yes. Is a good carousel or a good infographic. Yes, same. And so I feel like in up until really like three months ago, I feel like we kind of got lost in like the hustle and bustle and like the the trend of reels and, and not necessarily that there's anything wrong with that, right? Reels were really, really hot there for a second, but now we're coming back to uh, almost like we're coming off of a, a really high and we're like, oh wait, there's actually other content formats. Oh wait, actually I don't want to create only reels. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that's really, really cool right now that's on Instagram is we are going through that transition. So if you're listening to this in January, February, March, you know, anytime in 2023, um, this is something that's still going to be so, so, so applicable. So don't overlook carousel posts and infographics and even pictures in your content strategy. Um, Reels are great. I'm not saying to not post them anymore, but instead of having like 100% reels in your content strategy, start implementing some carousel posts and some infographics back in there as well. I love that. And I think that advice you just gave probably gave a lot of people some joy and everyone's doing a little happy dance listening to that (laughs) because like you said there was a period of time um, when Instagram basically was saying you know they were competing so hard with TikTok they wanted reels or nothing Um, and I I know a lot of content creators that were getting really discouraged with that but now we've kind of gotten you know the hang of reels and I loved what you said you said really really cool and I know you weren't talking about you know a play on words with real but I thought it was funny (laughs) Um, so that is actually great to know it's really about doing everything that Instagram has to offer so while we're talking about reels I mean this is another question that comes up all the time um, well, okay. In my mind, this is a question that I ask myself <laughs> quite often. What is the real difference between TikTok and Instagram? Do we need to be on both? Can you grow on both? Should you be doing, should you have different strategies? Ooh, ooh. Oh, okay. So actually, before I jump into this, something just came into my mind, going back to that question that you just previously asked. So mm-hmm. Instagram actually, and if you type this in, type in something like Adam Mossery speaks about the Reels algorithm and shifting to pictures, type that into Google and you can learn more about this. Um, but there was actually a shift that happened. It was end of October of uh, 2022 where Adam Mossery basically came and came out and said as as a basically at Instagram the algorithm has very much favored reels which we're all like of course we were uh, yeah we were all like yeah we know we're suffering (laughs) yes but something that's really cool that they did is they actually shifted the algorithm so it doesn't favor just solely reels anymore and so now that means that carousel posts and infographics and all that type of picture content actually holds more weight in the algorithm as of the end of October of 2022. So that's something that's really, really cool that happened because Instagram in the algorithm, the way that they had it set up was 100% based. I shouldn't say 100%. I don't know the exact like 
ratio, but it and was I'm, like you know what? I'm not gonna quiz you on the exact ratio. So you you know what? You're good. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, don't quote me on this, but it was almost like a hundred percent like favoring reels, and that's why if you were posting pictures and infographics, it's not to say that it was impossible to grow with those, but it was a really really hard up until just recently, and so that's something to think about. But going back to your question about TikTok versus Instagram, so. This is my opinion on it. If you're creating short form video content, you might as well be repurposing it on other platforms. And mm -hmm. as of right now, almost every social media platform has a has a form of short form video. So if you're on Pinterest, you have idea pins. If you're mm -hmm. on YouTube, you got YouTube shorts. If you're on TikTok, obviously you got TikTok. So if you're creating on Instagram, which Obviously, you already know I love Instagram. That's the main platform that I use, <laughs> obviously. If not, surprise, surprise. Um, but if you're creating on Instagram, you might as well be moving it over to, in my opinion, at least one or two other platforms. Am I saying that you need to be on all of the other platforms? No. But I think it's smart to, um, in terms of brand awareness, to be on multiple platforms. So I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I think that's really great, especially because, like you said, um, if we look back to October of 2022, when Instagram kind of went glitchy and went down, I know there were a lot of people that were really hurting because that was their main form of social yes. media for their business, for their livelihood. So you saying, yes. you know, at least pick a couple of other ones that keeps you safe. Yes, no, for sure. I think it's very, very smart as a business owner, especially one that is running mainly a business that is on social media online to have multiple platforms um, and also to have an email list. I'm just going to plug that in there right there. Like, <laughs> I highly recommend having an email list. But going back to TikTok, something that's really, really interesting and something I think that we will see more on Instagram in 2023 is what is on TikTok right now. And what I mean by that is TikTok is TikTok is basically like six months to 12 months ahead of Instagram, not just in terms of like trending audio, but also like really like bigger trends in terms of like content creation. So what I mean by that is if you go on TikTok, you will see the trending audio mm -hmm. and the different, you know, dances. Like I'm not saying that you're not going to see that, but also on TikTok, I would say if, if again, with my ratios, not, don't quote me on all of these. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing about, math after this to see if you were wrong or right. No worries, man. <laughs> but I would say about 50% of uh, the content that is on TikTok is very, unedited type of content so you're going to see people who are just walking on the sidewalk on their daily walks who are just filming you know the thoughts that come into their head or people who you know have just you know jumped out of the shower with their wet hair and they're like oh I had this idea and I want to talk about this so it's it's very very authentic content on TikTok and it's very unedited in terms of like I mean if you look at content on Instagram we are trending more towards the more unedited type of content, but on Instagram, it's still very curated. Okay. And in order to have successful content on Instagram, it needs to be very curated. That being said, though, I think that with the trending audio, and this has been a conversation that's been popping up a lot more on Instagram is people are tired of the trends. They're tired of the same exact things over and over again, because on Instagram, that's really all that we see. Yes. There are some creators who are creating that type of content. That's the talking content that's less edited, but I would say almost 90% of the content on Instagram is still that trendy type of content. And yep. so I think moving forward, we're going to see more unedited type of content on Instagram um, because we, we see that on TikTok and that trend is going to come over to Instagram. And it makes sense because we are having these conversations on Instagram about 
people not like people getting tired of the trends. Yep. And I honestly, it, it's so, and I mean, this probably makes sense since you, I'm a TV uh, show host and I'm a podcast host. So I really like the idea of being able to just sit down and talk. Um, yeah. But I don't really do it because I thought to myself, well, if, if I do this, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And so you're saying that that's actually working on TikTok and is going to become more of a thing on Instagram. Yes, exactly. And and going back to the trends, again, I'm not saying that that's going to disappear because that's really how social media platforms grow. And so I don't think that that's ever going to go away. I mean, if you look back on any social media platforms that even, you know, died out in the past, like they all were, you know, they all, all were created around trends. Like that's just how social media grows. That's, that's something that's never going to go away. But that Mm -hmm. being said though, instead of it like being a hundred percent trending type of content on Instagram, yes, there's going to be this introduction of um, less edited, more authentic type of content. Perfect. Okay, Maya, we are just about to run out of time. So before we finish up and before I ask you your fresh five, if you could give one tip to people who are afraid to start, they're just, they want to start their Instagram journey. They want to start growing, but they're afraid. If you could give them one piece of advice, what would it be? Ooh, one piece of advice. I feel like all of my advice is like, so like, expected (laughs) you know what just say it (laughs) I was gonna say the only way that you're gonna get to where you want to go is to start um never in my wildest dreams did I expect to be where I am today but it is seriously just because I started you know I I built my my business account now so if you go to at my nicole on instagram that was built from my personal account and so when i started all of my friends and family were watching and i felt so self-conscious i was like mm-hmm. what are they thinking of me and then it got to a point where i was like this could actually be so much bigger than just what are my friends and family thinking about my content what is actually like the impact that i could make in this world and so think on a bigger scale of just like well what are people going to think about me it's like what is the impact that you can make? Where could you be in one or two years from now? And I promise you that it's going to blow your mind. I love that, Maya. That is beautiful advice. All right, before we wrap up, I'm going to do our fresh five questions so we can get to know you a little bit. Okay, the first one, where is the next place you want to travel? Ooh, I want to travel to grease oh that's top of my bucket list love it and we would love to see all the pictures and reels you take when you go to Greece. oh yeah you can count on that we'll be following you along okay who was your very first celebrity crush oh this is a good one <laughs> I wasn't I really wasn't one of those people that like had posters hanging on my wall yeah but did you have a secret crush in your heart your very first celebrity crush (laughs) I really can't think of anyone I know that that's like you're probably like oh she's lying but I really (laughs) can't think of anyone (laughs) I mean some people remember the day they were like oh my first celebrity crush I remember the moment I saw you know (laughs) Justin Timberlake so I'm like if you don't have one girl you don't have one um okay then let's ask you this what movie could you watch over and over again first one that comes to my mind without even thinking is Goonies there you go it's a classic you can't go wrong with that all right yes number four what is your very favorite quote 
Oh, gosh. It could be something you said. We won't judge. (laughs) (laughs) Quote mine, Nicole. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I can't think of my favorite quote, but I can think of my favorite two words, and those favorite two words are all in. I love Um, that. People, like, I don't know, maybe it's just something that I do, but people are, yeah. I set, like, one or two words at the beginning of each year that are kind of, like, my intention for the year, and all in has been my word or my two words for, like, the last three years. Like, I just, that really is, like, how I've how I've built my business, how I've gotten to where I am today is just, like, being all in. I think that's beautiful. I think that's amazing, and that's really nice to do at the very beginning of the year. All right, yes. number five, the very last one. What is your, and this one may be hard, what, I can think of many, what is your favorite thing about yourself? And I mean, I can think of my favorite things about you. <laughs> so Maya, what is your favorite thing about yourself? I know when people ask us that it can be hard, but other people can see yeah. it so clearly. I know. I'm like, this is like, I don't get asked to brag about myself very often and I don't like bragging about myself, <laughs> but I think the first thing that that comes to my mind is my drive. Um, I was going to say that. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, without it, I again, I just wouldn't be where I am today. And I think that that phrase all in is like exactly like that explains perfectly like what I think about myself is just like that drive to just just do it no matter what and you know what it is it's not I asked you to brag about yourself and you know there's a difference between being confident and being cocky and you are confident in what you have brought to the social media space and the social media space is so big what you've brought to the world Maya thank you so 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 very much for being with us today it was amazing talking to you and for all of those who are listening we loved having you here remember to rate review and subscribe and we will talk to you next time Thank you so much for having me. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.